Good evening, godless sodomites. All right, let's get started. Okay. Welcome to the excommunication station. I am Chaz, and I'm joined with, right now, just Chrissy. Donovan might Hi. be joining us in a little bit. Hi, Chrissy. Howdy. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. good Having a good. pretty decent day today. Drove That's by good. the house. Yeah, I drove by the house that we're building, and it would appear that they're about to put the roof on. So that's very exciting. I've heard that's an important part. That's what I hear, especially yeah. here in Miami. Like, you have to have a roof or else hurricanes can get in. Yeah. But this house fun. is already like an, a year oh, overdue. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I think that's everybody. Getting, Finally getting a roof is pretty miraculous. Yeah. Um, I just want to stand out that. in front of it and be like, yeah, I just want to stand out in front <laughs> and be like, get to work. Yeah. Yeah. When we were closing on our house, we had to get a porch built and uh, mm -hmm. that took forever. And like we drove by like every other day to see what progression was being done. Yeah. And when there wasn't, we got angry. So. Yeah, this has been us for like a year now. We drive by our, our house lot and check if anything's been happening. And when things yeah. don't happen, we get sad. Yeah. Yeah. So, but today we have a very special episode, um, I guess. Uh, we were going to start our purity <laughs> culture uh, series, but I was going to post a interview I did with Chrissy. And that got completely fucked up because my audio apparently had me skipping all the time. So you couldn't hear oh, no. everything I was saying. So it would have been annoying. So oh, I don't yeah, know what happened. Well, uh, we'll just redo it. Yeah, it was the only time it's ever happened. But it is what it is. But some of what we spoke about is what I wanted you to bring on to talk about today. Awesome. Um, so today we are going to talk about very quickly so we don't have everybody on too long but uh what's going on in texas right now so if you've been listening to this podcast you know that chrissy and i and donovan were all raised in the church and we were raised to be pro quote quote unquote pro-life so chrissy how were you taught how to be pro-life or what was your earliest recollection of that uh from the start i was taught abortion is 100 percent wrong mm -hmm. there's never a good time to have an abortion um it's never okay and um it, even if you're raped yeah. or a victim of incest the, mm -hmm. they we were always told two wrongs don't make a right so don't get an abortion put the baby up for adoption and do your diligence uh because that's a person and you don't have rights to that that person's body um and this is the consequences of your actions so you need to basically just deal with it yeah and by I, deal I, with it i mean have the baby yeah and i mean a lot of this is hypocritical but um I find it hypocritical that these are the same people that want to control and indoctrinate their children um, when they don't have a choice in, in any of that. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what I were can, you taught? Uh, were so, you taught? 
I was pretty much taught the same exact thing. Um, my mother does not like women. Um, so yeah. She, yeah, so she is. Have you noticed that a lot in, in Pentecostal or evangelical women? They don't like other women. Yeah, I don't get it. And um, I this, get it. this is, well, this is even going as far as um, the Bill Cosby uh, rape thing. And when he went mm-hmm. to jail. My mom was yeah. mad about that because she was a she was a big, I mean she was a Bill Cosby fan, but I she was mad that these Who women was came it? forward. Well, yeah, but she was mad that these women came forward years after the fact and yada 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 and like yeah. what were they doing there and like victim blaming, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I dealt with a lot of that. Um, Bill Bill Cosby, the, the whole Bill Cosby thing was a huge deal to me. Because I've yeah. always loved his comedy, and I've always yeah. really looked up to him. Yeah. And when that, uh, I still, honestly, I it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. It, the the whole thing really bothers me, and the fact that someone could seem so wholesome and so uh, above board, yeah. but yeah. just be a serial rapist. I swear to God, if something happens and it comes out that Guy Fieri is like that too, <laughs> I'm done. Like I'm straight up done because he's yeah. the other one that I'm like, you're so pure and nice. Yeah. And if you're a rapist too, I, I think maybe it's time for me to just move to an Island yeah, where there are no televisions. Cause I can't hang. Yeah. Growing, um, growing up around Philadelphia, he is like a God out here mm-hmm. because yeah. you know, he went to temple university where I went to school. Um, but uh, yeah, um, that was a big issue. But like, uh, I can remember going to church. Oh, when was that election? Probably the 92 election when I was 11. And they handed out these pamphlets that gave you all the people that were running for election in the area and then whether or not they were pro-life or not. Um, which I didn't oh. understand at the, you know, even at that young age, um, I still didn't understand because I'm like, there's other issues besides this. Like, I'm like, it didn't, it didn't make sense to me that people were voting, uh, they taking their vote based on what I was raised to believe about your voting and like why it matters and yada, 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 and, you know, yeah. uh, and then you find out that there was only one issue worth voting on. It didn't make sense to me. Um, but yeah, I think and then, uh, I really think that's how Donald Trump got elected. Truly, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though I'm 100 percent certain that he is responsible for many, many abortions, multiple abortions, not just his, yeah. but, uh, you know, I'm sure other members of his family or his inner circle. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they wouldn't surprise me. But uh, yeah, it's a um, so, yeah, I remember. um you know, it wasn't really a big issue until I became a teenager. So we're talking mm-hmm. like 93, 94. And then I was forced to, you know, Carmen came in and with all his, uh, you know, pro, pro-life pro stuff. And then. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. It Where's like Donovan? Every- we just mentioned Carmen. I know. Yeah. I just remember that being a bigger issue and coming, you know, and just got angrier and angrier. And then. Yeah. Um, you heard of people doing violent things against people, you know, you had the, uh, the, the bombing at the Atlantic Olympics, uh, mm-hmm. and the guy that did that, I, his name escapes me off the top of my head, 
um, but he also blew up some abortion clinics um, and you know it just became an yeah. good good time uh, yeah but I think did we talk about uh, the speeches that we had to do did you have to do that too yeah I, yeah. In fact, I won a I won a uh, scholarship for mine. Yeah, it was like so this is something Chrissy and I discussed couple thousand on dollars. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, Chrissy and I discussed this on our episode that got messed up, but um, yeah, we were both forced at school to do these pro life speeches. Uh, were they mm-hmm. attached to your grades at all? I know mine was. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. And then the yeah. best ones they took and sent to like the the big speech meet near yes. us. And that's when if you won, you could get a scholarship. Yeah. I didn't do abortion though. I did euthanasia. Yeah, you could pick which, uh you yeah, you could do abortion, uh euthanasia and fantaside and there was another one too. It was like abortion, euthanasia, and well, there's a, uh, I forget, but anyway, like you could do one on, on any of those. And then you got, mm-hmm. you got graded uh, by your school. And if you did well enough, didn't you go to like DC or something like that? at like the, I didn't know they, I school. mean, I just won, I won in California yeah. and then didn't, okay. didn't you go any further that than that. Yeah. Um, so. But like, oh yeah. I, I still remember the, the first line of my euthanasia speech it was look in my eyes everybody let's take a second and realize that god loves you every minute of every day and has a plan for you even until your very last breath and that is why god is pro-life and against euthanasia no, he's not. Everybody gets Fuck. up and starts screaming. Yeah, so. and then everybody clapped. Seriously, just bad news. Yeah, um, I remember the, the the one big thing that I remember is that I put in my speech that I didn't think that, like, I thought that there should be wiggle room for, you know, rape and incest, and I was told that I had to take that mm-hmm. out of my speech. Uh, yeah, you which do. I did, you, but then I, but then can. I put it, yeah, but then I put it back in before I went back up, and I got a D on my speech. So good for yeah. you. Yeah, rebel, rebel. Yeah, I don't. I still feel bad about that. Um, but no, I mean, not that there's anything that you and I could have done. Um, no. So yeah, I, I know, but it's just it's still that that stigma with that. But yeah, so that's how uh, we were raised um it took a long how long did it take you to get out of that type of mindset like at what age do you think you got broke away from that probably when like fully fully away from it started to when i first i probably 25 okay ish and then later on fully i was like you know we've talked a little about what what happened but mm-hmm. and i'm sure we'll go into it on this but yeah when i was 32 okay um i some things happened and i decided that you know what women know their own bodies yeah and yeah. they know they aren't going to 
they're going to have a bunch of abortions just willy nilly because they're, first of all, they're fucking expensive. Uh, Second of all, they're really hard on your body. Third of all, you know, nobody, I don't know anybody who wants to have an abortion for funsies, you know? Yeah. And that's what a lot of the talking points were from the right or that um, this is just a form of birth control and that women just love to do it. Like, yeah. Which is crazy to me because um, no, it's the old, the person I know who has had the most abortions is uh, a woman who I used to work with, whose name I will never reveal, but she is developmentally disabled. Mm-hmm. pretty severely mm-hmm. and she's had seven abortions and that's the most of anybody i've ever met yeah and it's because she keeps getting raped mm. by caregivers well that just ruined my day sorry <laughs> like Jeez. and she said yeah people people yeah. always call me a murderer but but i can't care for a child yeah. i can't yeah. i can't even care for myself yeah, but you and, know, p- developmentally disabled women get raped a lot, like yeah. a lot, especially the nonverbal ones because they can't tell. Well, yeah, and who's going to believe them? You right, know, that's that's part of that. That's a huge societal issue that we're still. Yeah, I mean, it's not we're not anywhere near. Oh yeah, she's just lying for the attention. Yeah, yeah, like all of those Bill Cosby accusers, just yeah. lying for the attention. Yeah, so because they got money, you know, for accusing Bill Cosby, oh, yeah. right? You know, it's yeah, and I'm just like, well, who would want to ruin their life because that's essentially what they did, you know, and they get attacked, you know, probably on a daily basis from supporters of Bill Cosby, and it's just a constant reminder, you know, of what you went through. So yeah, um, yeah I just with with having kids myself there's a there was a lot of insecurity with having children just because of like how I am and I didn't want to pass any of that stuff to my own kids same and um yeah and I feel like a lot of people are more conscious about those things today and people are more conscious of like when they want to start a family um Mm -hmm. which well that's why I mean that's why the age (laughs) yeah but that's why the age of first-time mothers is climbing so yeah. rapidly. Yep. I think in the 80s, it was like 21 was mm-hmm. the age of average age of first-time mothers. And, and right now it's 31. Yeah. And yeah. rising. Yeah. Because everybody's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You mean so, okay, I'm supposed to have kids and have a full-time job and pay mm-hmm. for childcare mm-hmm. and keep the house clean. And, and be and act <laughs> and get a house and um, keep my body s- snap it back immediately to look mm-hmm. like I've never had kids and make sure uh, that I parent like I don't have a job and mm-hmm. work at my job like I don't have kids. Um, oh, okay. Well, no, what's, I'll get a dog. Thank what's you. The <laughs> yeah. 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 Get a dog. There's they're they're in the shelter. Just you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, it's a, it's a lot, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
just even being in a family, you know, having two parents and two kids in, in, in this house, it's a hell of a lot. I can't imagine yeah. being one parent with God knows how many kids because of whatever reason it doesn't matter what reason it is so you know you should be able to have control over your destiny and uh you know so but anyway it just makes me it makes me sad like I I think about people that I went to high school with yeah who like one girl in particular um who had eight babies in nine years Mm. And it was right when, you know, the Duggars were super popular. So I think they were influenced by that. And they said for a while, like, we'll just have as many kids as the Lord gives us. And then after kid number eight, her husband got a vasectomy. I'm not sure if it was with her consent. Yeah. But like, she she can't, she can't work. She's taking care of those kids. And he's not, it's not as he's in the army, but he's a non-com. So I don't think he's making a ton of money. Yeah. So it's not like he has like a job raking in, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year where they have money to afford a large no. house with, you know, all this other. No, I think they get, it. they get like housing allowance based off of yes, how many they kids do. they have. Yeah. And then they get, I probably, if I want to be real, Based off of the rank, I think he is. I want to say he makes maybe forty five thousand dollars a year, maybe. Yeah. So they would be. They would also be eligible for like SNAP benefits and yeah. So with on. which is most of you know a lot of military families have yeah. to get yeah. because they it's don't make a up. lot of money. But not necessarily I, fucked up because maybe that should be part of their benefits. I don't know. Um, uh, but... Yeah. No. It's just. <laughs> It's not fair to, yeah, to not. take take somebody who I know never had sex ed, never had a good idea of you know her body or or sex or mm-hmm. how how anything happens, not even anything about breastfeeding, nothing about yeah nothing. Yeah. And then she can get married right after high school and pop out a bunch of kids without any realization of like, how much is this going to cost? How much time is this going to take? What, what, Mm -hmm. who will help me? Eight kids versus one mom when your husband's deployed. Holy God. Yeah. I can't even imagine when my husband was deployed and it was just me, me and two dogs. I had some friends move in because I was lonely and overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. I just, I don't, there's, you know, we used to have that many kids because you would, half of them would die, you know? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there was kind of a reason, but like now I'm just like, I don't understand it, but that's a bigger topic than we have time to discuss, I guess. But yeah. Um, I mean, I'm all yeah. for people having the ability to plan their families how they want. Yeah. Fine. But I think there are plenty of people who don't understand about family planning, who end up with more kids than they're prepared for. Yeah. Just because of lack of education and lack of resources and lack of, you know, someone just sitting them down and saying, hey, buddy, 
Here's mm-hmm. how much it costs to raise a kid. Yeah, like, and and that should be part of our educational system of our uh, degree, like a, like a life planning, like teach yeah. you how to do taxes, teach you how to balance, you know, a checkbook, you know, how to cook food, you know, all this, how to do laundry. So, you know, all this change stuff a tire, do. change your yeah, oil, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, let's talk about maybe. What's that? Maybe balance a checkbook. Yeah, that would help me. So. Yeah, I guess so. I don't have a concept of money, so I'm I'm really bad with money. So, um, but yeah, let's talk about uh, what's going on in Texas. All right. So, yes. In 2014. Okay, hold on. Let's back up a little, a bit, really quick. So, uh, since Roe v. Wade went into effect and basically became law of the land. Uh, the conservative right and the Republican Party has done everything they can do to chip away at it um, and also have not had the adequate help from the Democratic Party to do to um, reinforce those rules and laws. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Have yeah. you ever listened to the speech that John F. Kennedy gave when Roe versus Wade came out? No, probably not. I would encourage you to listen to it and maybe even put a clip of it in this yeah. show. It's so freaking classy. It yeah. is it is what I wish politics was today. He says something like, you know, we may not all agree, but we are here to support our right to disagree. And we're here to support uh, the Supreme Court as they make these decisions. And we will all come together as Americans, even though we may not agree. It's really beautiful. Um, But we're not like that now. Now we're just like, oh, you disagree with me? You're a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's it's been, been, yeah, it's been such a, it's really infuriating that, you know, you're, I vote for people that are pro-choice, but don't go balls of the wall with it you know they just mm-hmm. you know they don't they don't put their money where their mouth is with it and it's getting very mm-hmm. aggravating um mm-hmm. and uh yeah but so ever since that point in time uh states have put in stuff like um notifying parents uh of if you're if you're a minor um they've put in um, that i'm okay with i'm okay with that I don't want my kids having medical procedures without my knowledge. That sets a bad precedent. But I understand that there are some parents where it's very dangerous to do that. Yeah. So I feel like there should be a waiver that you can fill out. It's such a, it's that is such a, like a, it's such a difficult thing to navigate because on one hand, you might have a father or a mother that's very, uh conservative and Mm -hmm. they might not allow it to happen or Mm -hmm. they might be the reason that it did happen right i but i think like if the parent is saying hey i absolutely say this child cannot have an abortion they also need to say i absolutely will take care of this baby and financially support it until it's 18 yeah and it's that's I wish we lived in a world that was like that, but it, you know, that is, it's not, it's not going to happen. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, they put in rules where there are certain weeks. Um, the most restrictive one is 20 weeks in Mississippi um, and goes to 22, 24, 25, and then just viability and no restrictions. Um, and uh, let's see what else have they done. Waiting periods is another one. Um, and then the ultrasound law where you have to ultrasound see laws. Yep. You can't close your eyes. You have to yeah. look at an yep. ultrasound of the baby before you can consent mm -hmm. to an abortion. So it's all these little things here and there. And, you know, over the years, all their really restrictive laws have been struck down. Uh, most notably wasn't there one, wasn't there one as well where they were trying, I don't believe, I believe it was stricken down, but they were trying to say that you couldn't abort a baby based off of a down syndrome diagnosis yeah that like was if you got i mean that that seems like that's kind of i don't want to say normal but it seems like it sounds like it's something that like you know the conservative christian from bumblefuck uh representative is going to make that rule and get everybody to sign on to it and then it doesn't get passed anywhere so yeah i don't really remember that getting up to the national level um, I, I remember it because I remember several uh, Down syndrome advocates saying like, why do you want to exterminate us, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, nope, yeah. nope, not, that's not it. Yeah, that's not it. I support no. you and I support your right, your life. But I also support women to have abortions for whatever reason. Yeah. And you can't yeah. say that if a fetus has Down syndrome, then suddenly it's not a woman's choice to ab abort it it's yeah. a woman's choice no matter what mm -hmm. yeah and yeah that's a i've heard that one before and um that's i don't know the right word for it but that's putting up that's not a good faith argument because we're mm -hmm. not like that's not you nobody's going out and grabbing people with down syndrome and executing them because mm -hmm. you know that's not what it is and nobody's saying oh, uh, this person's having a Down syndrome kid, let's let's make her have an abortion. That's eugenics. Right, um, right. That's some Nazi bullshit. And we're not, I'm not into that. And I don't think anybody is. No. The thing is that if a woman is pregnant and she finds out her baby is going to have Down syndrome or anything, they have the right to say, uh, that is way too much for me to handle in my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't it, have the financial security. Absolutely, yeah to to deal with that i mm -hmm. or even if you could just i mean i i've worked in special needs services a long time it's real hard to be a special needs parent i have it, my and, yeah my, i was gonna say my youngest son he goes mm -hmm. to this thing called theraplay which is physical uh occupational mm -hmm. therapy and physical therapy i know what theraplay is I love it. yeah yeah it he only goes once a week and it's such a fucking pain in the ass for me yeah. to just schedule. I can't imagine start to imagine what anything more than that would be like, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I know people who have done like, who have kids with, with down syndrome who yeah. do three times a week, speech therapy, <laughs> three times a week, occupational therapy, plus ABA therapy, yep. plus, uh, physical therapy to help with the muscle tone. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can't have a job. How could yeah. you work? Yeah. Yeah. But then you'll be called a moocher or worse or 
for oh yeah for sure government but benefits because you can't get a job because you're forced to take care of this child so but anyway back to the topic again (laughs) in 2014 (laughs) in texas house bill 2 was shot down because it was basically shut down all abortion clinics but the eight in the whole state of texas so i think around the time they had about 20 abortion clinics in the whole state of texas uh and if you know texas it's yeah that's not a lot yeah uh you can drive from one point to another point in texas within a day and still not be out of the state so yeah it um, takes texas is a big place yeah 20 in the whole state yeah that's no good so they were like 600 they were they were restricting them to eight um, which would be in the biggest cities like Dallas, San Antonio, uh, Houston, and and every, you know, the bigger ones. Um, and uh, the Supreme Court also found it unconstitutional because it put an undue burden on providers because it required abortion doctors to have admission privileges at a local hospital within 30 miles. So, which the hospitals don't like to do. Yes. Yes. So, you're restricting, uh, you have already cut down to eight uh, providers and then you're restricting who can do it and where and, you know, it's it's a big clusterfuck and that's the point. Um, well, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's just a roadblock. Like in California, um, they tried to do a bill. I think it got struck down, but it was, it was a problem for a while where abortion doctors couldn't perform abortions in a clinic that didn't have a hallway that was X number of inches wide for a specific type of gurney so that they could transfer to a different hospital if they needed to. And it's like, how many, how many transfers has this clinic ever had? Oh, zero. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I understand that that's sometimes going to happen, but like, maybe we just get a stretcher in there. Yeah. You're not making this decision based on the welfare of everyone. Mm -hmm. You're making this decision based on the welfare of this specific group that you're trying to oppress Mm -hmm. or restrict. It's just, it's all about oppressing women. Yeah. And most of these bills for have been shot down or restricted uh, to the point where it's these stupid hurdles that you have to jump through to to mm-hmm. obtain an abortion. Um, but this bill coming out of Texas recently has oh, pretty God, much so flipped, it, flipped it on its head. Um, I went to school for constitutional law. Uh, did you and, really? Yes, I did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing. Uh, in school, oh, so uh, that's so yeah. cool oh, so much better you. than musical I didn't graduate theater. though <laughs> right but I did me. musical I graduated yeah. and I did musical theater in English and let me just tell you I don't use either of those yeah so. I, w- I went to school for constitutional law and um, history so U.S. history so um, that's cool yeah. as hell dude Oh, thank you. Uh, political science. So that was like the the vein I was going to. Um, but yeah, that's what my husband is getting his PhD in. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I loved it. Um, so anyway, have you, this, uh, have you read yeah. what Greg Abbott 
Greg Abbott is the governor of Texas mm-hmm. who signed this horrible bill into law. Mm-hmm. Have you read what he said I during didn't. the bill signing ceremony? I didn't. Um, I probably heard what he said, uh, but it's like him and the oh, it's bad. And Kemp just like, our creator endowed us with the right to life, and yet millions of children lose their li- right to life every year because of abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, we have worked together on a bipartisan basis to pass a bill that I'm about to sign that ensures that the life of every unborn child who has a heartbeat will be saved from the ravages of abortion. Yeah, that's, fuck uh, that that's guy. Pretty, yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, to retort that, I would like to quote this. The unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands on you. They are morally uncomplicated. Unlike the mm-hmm. incarcerated, mm-hmm. addicted, or the chronically poor, they do not resent your condescensions or complain that you are not politically correct. Unlike widows, they do not ask you to question patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they do not need money, education, or childcare. Unlike aliens, I don't really like that word, uh, but they, they don't bring all that radical culture and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work or at creating or maintaining relationships. Uh, when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substanti- substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege. Without mm-hmm. reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love if you want to claim that you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, orphans, all the groups are specifically mentioned in the Bible. They they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. And that's from Pastor Dave Barnhart in Birmingham, Alabama. So it's super easy to say, hey, I'm... I'm pro-life. Yeah. Yeah. Abortions are bad. They're terrible. They're horrible. But you don't actually have to do anything. I've never met a pro-lifer who's adopted. I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they Mm -hmm. exist. But whenever I ask how many kids have you adopted, they say zero. So fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I... I don't particularly like that argument because people use that with immigrants, but like, I'm more of a systems guy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you're setting up a system where you're allowing that person to be born, but you don't give a fuck about them afterwards. Exactly. And you know, they, they could grow up to be a million other things than what you, what you would want, but you are setting up a system where their survival outside of the mother's body isn't your problem anymore so well and the real shit of it is it's really made it's setting up a dichotomy between women's bodies and men's bodies Mm -hmm. because all bodies are not required to sacrifice themselves to keep somebody alive 
Mm-hmm. Nobody's forced to give a kidney. Nobody's forced to give part of their liver or a retina yeah. or a spleen or whatever. But if a woman is pregnant, she is forced to give of her body and risk death to give another person life. Yeah. Uh, Nobody else has to go through that. No, men don't have to ever go through that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, there's no regulation on men, how many times they can come in a year or, you know, who they can have sex with or, or that they have to use a condom or... You know, or they or get a vasectomy until they're yeah. ma- married or whatever. Yeah, or they can just bounce out of their kids' lives. Mm-hmm. For you know, and you know, I, there are women that do that, but and for the most part, that's a that's it's a, so rare though. It's very rare, and but you know, it, it's majority. You know, it's men, and mm-hmm. the, you know, we might uh, you might put alimony on child on support, child support on men or whatever, but. But they my don't have to pay it. child support for for my whole life because he did all neither did mine no neither did mine yeah so I, rem- I remember though. times when my mom like we were so poor that my mom was like searching for things that she could sell so we yeah. could have food yeah like she'd ask me hey is it okay if i sell this toy you don't play mm-hmm. with it anymore right yeah mommy it's okay yeah um, and my dad just lived his life, drinking his booze, doing his coke, and whatever. Yeah. It never. I mean, I want to say he's like more than a hundred thousand dollars in arrears. Yeah, which he I mean, still technically go after because there's no um, statute of limitations, but she won't because my mom's doesn't. Yeah, and I I think personally my feelings are if you're gonna put I, I mean I don't want these restrictions on women to begin with, but if mm-hmm. you're gonna do it, let's 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 be real and put some restrictions on men too. Agree. Okay, so restriction on women, let's let's start putting some on men too. I don't Agreed. know what they are, but you know this is well. Let's you're setting talk the about system it. up to fuck your you. Let's talk about it. So, okay, if, like Greg Abbott says, life begins at six weeks, Mm -hmm. let's make it that the father has to pay for child support at six weeks. Let's make it Mm -hmm. so that they have to get on dad's insurance if he has insurance at six weeks. Let's Mm -hmm. make it so that mom can insure the fetus at six weeks and if she has a miscarriage can collect yeah why why do we do all that oh oh no we don't do that oh because you don't really think it's real yeah or the the husband has to stay the the husband the father has to say stay within 50 miles of the of the wife like of the woman i don't even give a shit if he stays around i'm he just needs to give the money and the support I don't care if because, he stays around either, but my point is if you're gonna if you're gonna put this shackle on a woman and force her to stay in her circumstances and stay in her reality, you have to do that to the man too. 
You can't let Excellent him go wherever point. he wants and lives his life. Yeah. Like that's not fair. Excellent like how point. how is that right? So Excellent. you know, you know, you make Excellent. sure that man can't go off and live his life wherever he wants. Yeah. He can't just he, run off to Europe yeah. and, and live yep. his own best life. He yep. has to stay within 50 miles of Mobile, Alabama, mm-hmm. where his baby mama is, so that he can take the kid every weekend. Yeah. And like I we still haven't gotten to the bill yet. But a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff is set up to not just control women, but to control yeah. poor and un- underprivileged and minority women. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Rich women don't have to deal with this shit. No, no. And rich men don't either because they can pay <laughs> for whatever they get. Um, but like if you're a woman out in Bumblefuck, Texas, and you need an abortion or you want an abortion... You don't have anywhere to go. Where are you mm-hmm. going to go? You Nowhere. Know? And if you're a poor, you're stuck. Yeah. If you're a poor woman in a city and you ha- want to go have an abortion, how are you going to be able to afford that that money that you're going to have to spend? Um, you know, with all your restrictions, and now you have to wait two days to get an abortion. But now I have to skip work, and now I have to exactly. find a ride, and I have to find mm-hmm. time to do this. It's a very restrictive process on purpose. Um, mm-hmm. so but yeah let's go and i honestly <laughs> think it's to keep uh, okay just yeah. let me say this i honestly yeah. think it is to keep people in the poverty cycle mm-hmm. i mean it's specific it, people in the poverty cycle yeah it's to keep poor mm-hmm. women people of color in the poverty cycle because mm-hmm. that I mean, A, it feeds to the prison industrial complex. I was just going to say that. And <laughs> also, it, it feeds all of the, you know, crappy jobs mm-hmm. that rich people don't want to do. It's terrible. It's, yeah. it's so fucking terrible. It's goddamn heartbreaking. Because if people who are really pro- pro-life wanted to actually reduce abortions they would be investing heavily in sex education contraception yep community building. you know community yep. building education yep education and resource building but they don't do that they just want to find some dumb uber driver who send who takes someone to an abortion clinic ten thousand dollars that's not that's not yeah yeah i know sorry i'm getting mad i'm getting (laughs) it's all right so so this texas bill um if if they would have come out with this bill and put a six-week ban on abortion um it wouldn't have uh it wouldn't have got past the supreme court um that's been tried a number of times even with how conservative the court is I really don't think that they would have voted to uphold a six-week ban. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I agree with you, but I'll roll with it. It would have been close. It might have been 5-4, but I really don't think that they would do that because really? this, this bill is not a six-week ban on abortion the way that you well, would see it. Right. The way that you would yeah. see it in a normal state. This is a way of saying 
if any woman has an abortion under uh, over six weeks, any citizen with within the state can sue her. Yeah, and, it's it opens yeah. the door for private citizens to sue abortion providers mm-hmm. and and others like yeah. Uber drivers or whomever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. It's so. Funny. Yeah, it's um when the Supreme Court they didn't rule on it, but they they ruled whether they were going to listen to it or not. Um, it, it came out. Didn't they say to, no? It was five to four that they were not going to listen to it, which basically kicked it back down and made it uh, law. But there's a lot of stuff that's going to come out of this bill um, that's going to be challenged. So mm-hmm. I know it seems like the world is on fire and everything, but this is nowhere near done. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be it's going to be good or bad, you know, one way or the other. But uh, the Supreme um, Chief uh, Justice Roberts said in the, mm-hmm. the dissenting opinion, um, he said uh, whether a state can avoid response. They, he wanted to see he wanted to hear this and wanted the other lower courts to rule on this before actually hearing it and making it a law. So he said uh, it's got to be decided whether a state can avoid responsibility for its laws by essentially delegating enforcement to the populace at large. So the way that Texas, yeah, the way the Texas went about this is it's very hard to enact um, these type of abortion laws and getting your uh, citizens, public officials, not your citizens, your public officials mm-hmm. to enact those laws and to follow through on them and make sure that they're, they're actually working. Um, And with this, it's trying to bypass all that, trying to Mm -hmm. bypass uh, anybody in the bureaucracy from enforcing it and, and making uh, your, your citizens of your state, the police basically. And uh, I think justice Sotomayor, she might've said it. I think she said it, but she said that you're basically um, making the citizens of Texas bounty hunters. Well, yeah, I don't. Did you get on that? That's how I see it. That's how I've seen it from the beginning. That that's that's what it is. And it's again, this is not a bill to go against rich people. Donald Trump is not and Donald Trump's friends are not going to have an issue um, with abortions with this. Because A, they're going to take no, them out of state. It, it won't affect them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, they'll take them out of state, or B, they can pay it and they don't give a shit. So, yeah. um, this it's is just for set up for certain people. Yeah. So, yeah. it's to keep people in the poverty cycle so that they won't be able to go to school or yeah. afford school or afford what, what have you. And mm-hmm. they'll keep working shitty jobs like McDonald's. And then, you know, yeah. Donald Trump and, can get his goddamn Big Mac and give it to the winners of the college sports tournament. <laughs> yeah, but this is a this is a um, this is a way of the state saying, "Hey, if you want an abortion at uh, at twelve weeks, you're mm-hmm. more than welcome to go get it," but. And then you have these people that sit outside abortion clinics. Yeah, they're already there. 
Like you, like it's you know you, you could be thinking, well, how are they going to catch them? I was like, these people sit out there all day long, mm-hmm. and there's there. I'm sure there's groups. Oh, out they there for right sure do. That yeah, they're, that are yeah. they're there. They know which days that abortions happen, mm-hmm. and they come out those days with their chopped up baby signs, and they're mm-hmm. yelling, and they scream at people. I know from personal yeah experience like you know this i i've said it before my first pregnancy was not viable yeah i got to 23 weeks before we realized that the pregnancy was not viable Mm -hmm. um we found out the day before our baby shower that the baby had uh, trisomy 18, which is not compatible with life. I did yeah. a crap ton of research. I watched a ton of videos that were truly heartbreaking, especially with boys who have trisomy 18. The average life expectancy is like 18 minutes. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. Um. So we found that out, and then uh, we went in for another uh, ultrasound, and there was no heartbeat. Yeah. We had been told the entire pregnancy that the baby was looking great. Everything's fine. Everything's great. And then all of a sudden, it wasn't. And then at 23 weeks, we were told, you have to decide. By next week, whether you want to terminate this pregnancy, because after 24 weeks, you're not allowed to. After 24 weeks, you have to carry the baby to term and just have a stillbirth or have the baby and let him die Hmm. pretty quick. And uh, that's a very hard decision. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. that's That's a shit decision. You know, what do you yeah, do? It doesn't give you, it doesn't give you a lot of time to process God, no. No. and get informed decisions. And There's you know, not and, a, a good enough therapist in the world yeah, yeah. to work through that fucking trauma. Yeah. So we decided, uh, you know, to go back in and have the baby checked and see what we could do, you know? Because I was still thinking, like, maybe he'll be okay. Maybe they're all wrong. You know, I've prayed a lot about this. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably be okay. <laughs> so we we went back in, and there was no heartbeat. Because yeah. a lot of times, babies with trisomy 18 just die in utero. Yeah. Um, it's common. And so that's when things got tricky. Because I was technically pregnant and um, technically could not have any sort of pregnancy ending procedure past 24 weeks, even if the baby had no heartbeat. There's no wiggle room in the law for that. Nothing. 
So my choices uh. were I could have a D&E, a dilation and evacuation yeah. at the planned parenthood right by my house. Or I could drive to Irvine, which is about an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm and ha- have them induce labor and have a, a stillbirth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I chose the place closer to my house. Yeah, that, because that, seems, like that a, seems like a lot. Yeah, that seems like a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was way too much. <sighs> um, and then, you know, going in, to the Planned Parenthood on the day, I looked pregnant. I was 23 weeks pregnant. I looked pregnant. And there were all these 18-year-old kids outside yelling at me that I was a murderer and what have you and showing me pictures of chopped up dead babies. And I kept my cool for a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Kept my cool for a little bit. But finally, I just went out there and I was just like, do you fucking dum-dums know what you're doing? Do you realize? Do you realize what's going on here? If you have to traumatize someone like me who has to come here for a procedure for a very wanted baby yeah, and show me things that are going to give me... P- legitimately give me PTSD that I had to deal with for several years, like Mm -hmm. several. Do you think your message is on point? And they said things like, oh, did you get a second opinion? Yeah, (laughs) dum-dum. I got a second opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And then I asked them, like, how many babies have you adopted? Oh, well, I'm only 18. I'm not old enough to adopt a baby. But you're old enough to tell me that the dead baby that's in my womb shouldn't come out because you know it'll kill me. Do you know that a a dead baby in somebody's womb will kill them? Do you understand that? No, I don't understand that. I ended up making them all cry. (laughs) you did your you did the lord's work Mm -hmm. yeah but like that's that was the the point where i was like maybe religion is not it yeah and to think about those kids you know you have to think of that they weren't raised with any set sense of empathy outside exactly view um, exactly they don't know they, they they're not and like we you and i have both been in that situation yeah um where you know we you just assume that any woman who gets a yeah yeah exactly yeah. you you could never we've talked about this before but like it's very hard for people who agree with dogma mm-hmm. to ever admit they're wrong about anything yeah yeah and, and it, I mean, it goes further than, it goes also that like you and I can both say yeah every baby should be born sure okay 
but let's let's break that down you have to break that shit down and they they don't want to break it down and like no do that means that you they don't want to talk about what a baby you. is and what yeah. consciousness is and what how about let's talk about the mother and mm-hmm. her life and mm-hmm. does she matter or does just the fetus matter? Because I, re- I remember very clearly the protesters telling me, well, did you know that a woman died here trying to get an abortion? And I was like, um, pretty sure she was an adult yeah. who consented <laughs> to what she was doing. Yeah. How many women have died being forced to give their, you know, to, to yeah. Them? birth what's the maternal mortality rate in america it's like two and a thousand it's getting worse yeah it is so yeah we have a lot of stuff we need to fix we're not here all day so uh now that this law like i said before it's not going it's not it's 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 not great yeah it's not great it's in effect but as far as I know, nobody's actually gone forward with it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I thought it was going to go into place in October. Oh, I'm sorry. The law goes, it takes effect in September. My bad. Yeah, like just a couple of days ago, September 1st. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. I don't know how bad it's going to get. But that doesn't matter. At this point, we need to think about how we're going to help. Uh, yeah situation legit um, now i i'm always gonna per, always gonna promote voting and if you have the ability mm-hmm. to run for office do that but that doesn't help in the time being um so chrissy told me that she's part of uh kind of like an underground organization um, it's it's really out. not underground it's called well, yeah but it's, i didn't know about it's, it so it's underground for really? me yeah I didn't oh know okay yeah. Okay, so why don't so, you explain that a li- to us a little bit, just in case people okay, want to get involved it, in that. It's called the Anti Network, yeah. and you can search it on Facebook or Reddit or whatever social media you're on, and get involved. It's also called the Pink Railroad. Yeah, um, I've seen and it a couple things. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Um, it, a way for women to help other women. I mean, men, men can help too, sure. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and it's, we, we will give money or give someone a place to stay or drive them or whatever mm-hmm. you need. So if you're stuck in Texas and you can't get an abortion, reach out to the anti-network because we'll help you. Um, Do email us at xcompod at gmail.com. Is that the right one? Yeah, I think so. We will help you find ways to get help. Yeah. if you're close enough to me, dude, I'll drive you myself. Uh, because this is this is unconstitutional. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. Abortions are healthcare. Yeah. I have known too many women who have been under 
reproductive coercion with their abusive boyfriends or husbands to ever say that, oh yeah, all life is sacred. No, there are many men out there who get women pregnant to make them stay mm-hmm. or to make the, give a tie. And that's unacceptable. Um, there's the anti-network. The, reach out. Uh, reach out on your feminist blogs. Reach out on. Reach out to us, dude. I yeah. will connect you yeah. with a bajillion different things. Um, the Satanic Temple is really fighting um, against this. Yeah, uh, I know I've posted their stuff before, but they are they will religiously protect you um, yes uh, because they you cannot have your religious rights yep uh subverted yeah and abortion is a religious right within the satanic temple Mm -hmm. so you know have have your own abortion that's a religious right and it has nothing to do with sacrificing babies so don't you know if you're just hearing that for the first time um, you know, just go read what the Satanic Temple is all about. Uh, it's all about love and acceptance and and mm-hmm. uh, being a good person. So, uh, yeah, you if can look you, into that. Uh, I know if that you read like the actual tenets of the, sa- the seven tenets, Satanic yeah. Church. Yeah, they're it's what, pretty it's what legit. The Christian church should be. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so terrifying, right? Yeah, yeah. There's also so. um, the Anti Foundation. Okay. Theantifoundation.org. You can search for the anti network on any social media. They're there. Um, there are a lot of different resources where women are available to help you. Mm-hmm. And just, I swear to God, email me through our email. I will help you because I understand how it is it is terrible it's the worst decision anybody ever has to make ever yeah but you have i trust women to make the right decision for themselves and if you know 60 percent of women who have abortions already have a kid at home Mm-hmm. So it's not as though they don't understand what it's like to have a kid. It's not like there's some selfish bee who, who just wants to live her own best life. She understands, I don't have the money. I don't have the resources. I don't have mm-hmm. the time. I don't have the space. I don't have any of this. I don't have the support. Yep. Yep. But. Yeah. I, I saw on the last podcast, uh, facebook page people they started a thread uh there's been uh, like four of them yeah people reaching out saying that if you need help in this state or if you need you know if you want to come mm-hmm. visit in this state and you need you know to do what you need to do here that's fine you know and i'm here uh mm-hmm. for the place to stay or transportation or whatever so uh do everything that you can find a local organization uh if if that's what you want reach to out to us if you reach can't find anything yeah. we will help you we yep. will 
Yeah. I there's, swear to God, yeah. we will. Even if you need a flight, we will fundraise. We will do whatever yeah. needs to be done. I I will sell my Apple Watch. <laughs> I will. I'll do it to get you yeah. a flight to wherever you need to go or gas money for wherever you need to go. Uh, because abortions are not only expensive, but so the quote unquote abortion I had, even though the fetus was already dead. Yeah. Was $3,700. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a pricey meatball. Yeah. 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 Really expensive. Yeah. I really don't think people are using. So when I see like stuff like that makes me think, okay, how are people doing this for birth control? Because it's so goddamn expensive. It it goes back to the ignorance factor because I when see when I when I when I say I I know it's we but like when we were mm-hmm. growing up I was I thought that women had babies up until nine months and then brought the babies out and then they sucked their brains out with the hose you know mm-hmm. the, the partial birth abortion thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you're taught that every single abortion is like that. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, and it's, you know, the mind of a child, you know, you don't know any better and you're completely, you know, that's what you believe. And so you take that further on and to that these women must like it uh, when you're told that, or, um, you know, you're always envisioned that it's a hose and some you know a scalpel and like all this crazy shit um when it's not you know it's i know some, really of it not. Is, some of it is is very traumatic and painful but i also know that yeah it doesn't have to be like that and we've come really far in science um that we shouldn't have to revert back to coat hangers you know yeah and um but that's the thing that's what's going to happen with mm-hmm. these draconian laws, it's not yeah. going to outlaw abortion. It's just going to outlaw safe abortion. Yeah. Did you read? Because, um, sorry. Did you read uh, the book about the Donner Party? Um, the Fault in Our Stars. Yes. Yes. Not the yes. Fault in Our Stars. Yes, it's the no. the something stars above us or something. The Indifferent Stars Above. Yes, sorry. yes. Excellent book. Read it the Fault in Our Stars is a yeah. YA book about. <laughs> yeah, but a, a portion of that book dealt about, talked about um, pioneer abortions. Yeah. And how it was a normal they did thing. Them. It was a totally. normal thing. And like you would go. It's a normal women, thing yeah. in the Bible. Yeah, the women would tell. It's a straight up Brandon. normal yeah. thing in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the women, when you got to a certain age, they would tell you, you know, what to do and how to do it. And, you know, it wasn't always safe, you know, and that's why it's become more of a safe practice today. But like, I don't know where this mindset of this being an issue is, (laughs) you know, okay, it it was well ingrained in our society. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get crazy. Let's talk biblically. Yeah. Psalm 137, verse 9. 
Blessed shall he who takes your little ones and dashes them against the rock. It's my favorite verse. Yeah, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But God never talked about abortion, right? God killed more kids than I don't know who, but it's just... Mm -hmm. this conception that god is like sees all life as precious is just just based on the writings nonsense yeah it's nonsense yeah he killed a bunch of kids yeah with bears yeah yeah in isaiah for making fun of a bald man yeah fuck that (sighs) yeah bald people are funny if you need us reach out um please Chrissy is a lot better with this stuff than I am because, of course, I'm a man and I don't understand all the ins and outs of this. But, um, but I, honestly, I think you do a good job. Oh, thank you. But I just, thank I'm just you. kind of like whatever women feel that they should be doing for their own body, they should be doing for their own body, and I don't really have a place to say. So, um, yeah, that's that's the attitude everybody should have. <laughs> That you would because hope, you know, yeah. Like you would think, right? <laughs> nobody, nope. like, yeah, like that's that's nobody's some, like, like, oh, let me go get an abortion this weekend. I could have gone to the beach, but I'm gonna go get an abortion. That's super yeah. fun. No, like, no, they're terrible and horrible and hard on your body, and you feel bad and sick yeah. and it hurts and it's very expensive. Yeah, but like. There's no other kind of restriction like that on men's bodies. No, no. Nah. We can we can we can choose to cut off our rep- reproductive access uh, at 18. So I'm really hoping that that birth control shot that lasts for 10 years, yeah, becomes available for men. Oh yeah. Before my children. They can be shooting puberty? up the club everywhere. No, no repercussions. It's all good. <laughs> I swear, the, these two kids, they're just... It's hard. It's really hard. Because every time we go to playgroup, both boys just sit there while a bunch of girls like, Oh, Poppy, can I give you some juice? Poppy, do you want some... Cheese it? Do you want some goldfish? I feel like in 10 years that's gonna be an issue. It could be because but, you they're know. they're both very um focused on women or girls. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not, but I just am like, listen. Get that birth control shot. <laughs> no kids till 28. Get it now. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, ha- get me some grandkids, but not now. Yeah. Okay. So. But that's going to be our episode for today. Um, and join us next week where we'll actually have uh, Donovan on here because he didn't hop on. Oh, well. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry, Donovan. Hey, we love you. We miss we you. We miss you. <laughs>
Um, we miss so, you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, if you need us, uh, hit us up on social medias, um, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, any of them. Yeah, any of them. You let us know. I, we yeah. will. If you need a, a, a morning after pill, email us at xcompod at gmail.com. And I will straight up overnight you one. No questions asked, no problems. If you need more healthcare than that, email us at xcompod <laughs> at gmail.com or our TikTok or Instagram, or I think we have a Facebook too, right? Yeah, it's X Communication Station Podcast uh, group. It's a group thing. Um, Hit us yeah. up. We will help you. Because this is not cool, this is not fair, and we will help in yeah. whatever way we can. Because honestly, we understand we've lived the church life. We yeah. understand how restrictive and suffocating it can be. And also, we're parents. <laughs> and we yeah. understand how restrictive and suffocating that can be. Yep. Yep. And we want to make sure that everybody is making the choices that they want to make and living the life they want to live. Um, because nobody is forced to have children they don't want to have as a consequence of an action. Children mm -hmm. should not be a punishment. Children yeah. should be a treasure that you have because you want them, not a consequence of your actions. Amen. Thanks. So, all right. With that, uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I guess you should do both you and Donovan's part. Peace be <laughs> with you and with your spirit. Everybody say, I like my looks, I like my personality.